what in the world do you get when you supposedly mistakenly leave your pet parrot at home alone? What do you get, Adam? I don't know, Mike. What do you get? Jake, what do you get? You get something. All you get is a dead bird, which is easily replaceable. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to think about that as I welcome you to 1990-what presents Home Alone Rewind. Did you hear that word I messed up? What word was it, Adam? About? What was it? And I said a bat. A bat? Yeah. Well, that's all right, man. You know, it's it's you're a little rusty. It's a little bit rusty. It's, it's, it's been, been over a it's month. It's been a little while. So. Um, folks, uh, we are back to discuss a uh, another holiday tradition, um, one of the finest uh, franchises in uh, merriment. Uh, Jake, tell the folks what we're discussing. Yes, hello. We're talking about Home Sweet Home Alone. Came out last year. What were you guys doing last year, November 2021? Oh, uh, uh, that is, um, I guess I was, uh, I was at my aunt and uncle's in New Waverly. Um, Holiday festivities, like. Yeah, I think, I get, yeah, that's, that's what I did. That's what I did. I rode there, I rode there with my parents, um. Uh, in order to s- to save the miles on my car, we went and visited my other aunt and uncle in um, uh, somewhere in the country. I I don't know where. Very 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 small town, um, and they have a really nice property on on this on the side of this like pond or um, lake or some sort of body of water, <clears throat> and uh, it was really beautiful, and uh, it was cool to see them. And then we went to my aunt and uncle who live in New Waverly, and they also have a very nice property. Um, no no bodies of water nearby. Lots of lush land, though. Probably deer that stare at us from the woods. We stare back at them. Uh, they live across the street from a big country star, whose name I won't mention because I don't want anyone bothering my aunt and uncle because enough people bother this country star. Uh, no, they, people like drive by and honk and they wave and they try and... Get a look at his house. You can't see his house. You're not talking about Ted Nugent, are you? No. Um, he lives in Michigan, right? Yeah. He's. I thought he moved here. Oh, did he? Well, because uh, I, well I actually briefly lived close to where he used to live in Michigan. And mm. I heard he moved here for the gun rights. Oh, but that makes I don't sense. Know. Yeah. But we're um, not talking about that. No. Well, we could. Um, you know what we were doing? You know, I think, you know what I think we did this month last year um i think we went to a concert our our, our friends at uh parquet courts came to town was that november oh yeah yeah that was november of last year for and sure the, that same at that same venue uh andrew mcmahon in the wilderness came to town mm-hmm. uh that same month yeah nice i went to a lot of concerts yeah last we fall. saw we saw parquet courts with uh with public practice Remember that? Oh yeah, I really enjoyed them. That was New a fun, wave. That was a fun show. Yeah, that was great, man. Awesome <clears throat> show. Yeah, they last, always put on a great show. Last year, um, we watched this movie for a family movie night. My my kids quite enjoyed it, um, and I, I I I enjoyed it more. I'll go ahead and say this now. I enjoyed it more watching it for the first time last year 
than watching it again this year. Um, it's got some problems, but we'll we'll get yeah. there eventually. I'm so, sure. So, um, folks, if you haven't figured this out already, um, this is a new series for for the show. We we are covering the Home Alone movies. Yeah. Yes, we and are rewinding our way through the Home Alone movies and um, dissecting them. And uh, we're probably going to talk a lot of shit this holiday season um, because there's some uh, there's some good, bad, and ugly. Yeah, um, and I don't know exactly how to classify this one. Um, I, I probably wouldn't say ugly because I know there's going to be worse. And uh, we've got a yeah, we, that's we've, true. We've strategized a way to talk about um, the the terrible movies in this series. Um, so we are, this week we're discussing Home Sweet Home Alone, the latest entry. Next week, each one of us will have watched one of the sequels between Home Alone 2 and Home Sweet Home Alone. Because we couldn't just... a lot of ground in that yeah. episode. For one thing, we, we couldn't imagine watching all six of these movies um, knowing that you know, four of them are bad and two of them are good. And um, we it's decided, true. you know, it would also be kind of a too long of a miniseries to do leading up to Christmas. And we're just going to well, do we this. Well, we started a little in late. December. Let's, right, let's be man. real. What we really, yeah. what, what at least I'm looking forward to is um, talking about Home Alone 2 and Home Alone 1. Yes. That's going to be, that. that's really um, the meat of this. And yeah. Uh, that's going to be what I'm really excited to talk about. And when you, when you think about Christmas movie series, um, Mike earlier said that this was, uh, you know, a, a great holiday movie series. And, um, I mean, I guess two good entries is, I, I don't know how many holiday, like Christmas movie series there are with, with more than two good movies. So I, I believe I heard a, um, a, uh, someone said that, John Hughes was um, asked about the latest Home Alone movie, uh, Home Sweet Home Alone. And um, Macaulay Culkin, I believe, has also said that he has nothing to do with it. Um, right. And John, John Hughes, when asked about it, said, um, I don't really see the point. There's really, you're not going to catch lightning in a bottle again. It's just, it's um, just, I don't just, I don't see the point. John Hughes is dead. Yeah. Do you mean Christopher Columbus? Um. So Christopher who is Columbus, also he's been dead for way longer, has he not? <laughs> no, well, different Chris Columbus. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, John Hughes died in two thousand nine. Oh, okay, and, um, I, I'm. There, are you talking about the director the, of the first Home Alone movies? I, I, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I, that's yeah. Chris. Columbus. Sorry, forgive me. Not John Hughes. Not John Hughes. <clears throat> um, I, it's I, all right. I, yeah, in fourteen hundred and ninety two, he um, was the writer, though. <laughs> I could see how you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I, I must have gotten the um, whoever said it. I must have mis misheard or, or misremembered who who said what. No, yeah, but yeah, you're right though. Chris Columbus said like you know he well I don't like what he said though. He did the whole like oh why do it you know like like I like <clears> sequels. <throat> I like sequels. I like it when they're good, and I hate it when sequels are bad because I hate having to be this normie who's like I like the original better. I hate that. I like it when. Maybe I'm just a contrarian, but um, I don't really agree with Chris Columbus. I, I, um, I get why, you know, people want to see another one. Is that so wrong? 
is it so wrong that people want another movie like that? Yeah. I mean, you know, even if it's not as good, everybody's got like their favorite um, intellectual property or film series or something that's just dead and nothing's happening with it and you wish something would come out. And I mean, that's, that's, it's kind of a double edged sword, right? Because you could get, you could just be waiting forever for, for another entry or another sequel and never get it. Or you could get it and it could be Arrested Development season five, you know? And it's It's just just like, um, I never share this disappointing. I never share the same amount of anger or frustration when, when they do try to make a sequel or a reboot and it, and it sucks because you'll always have that classic. It's not like you'll always have the Blu-ray of, of the original home alone. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. You know, Ghostbusters afterlife can't ruin the original Ghostbusters for you. You can't take away the memories or make the films that you love. That's that's not the one with the women. Is it? That is, it is the one with the women. What did I say? Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh no, that that one's good actually. You meant I like answer that. the call. I meant, yeah, answer the call. That's a terrible title. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, that's my guess. That is the I meant the one with the women. I like Ghostbusters Afterlife actually. That's that's a lot of fun. Which, and, which one uh, is which one is that? One? That's newer. It came out last November with uh, Bill too. Hader. Um, no, it has Paul Rudd. Oh, Paul Rudd. Paul that's Rudd. right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that one. I loved that one. Yeah, that me too. I, I hear it's very Sorry, good. I said it the wrong title, good. Ghostbusters okay. fans. I, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's okay. They don't know either. They're no smarter than us. <laughs> they both start with A, so you know that's <laughs> that's what threw me off. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you're right, Jake. Like, it, it's so cliche to say, uh, you know, this doesn't hold up to the originals. Yes. And I mean, look, it's often true, which is why it's a cliche to say that. Um, it, like I mean, the, this movie is bad. <laughs> the, the Home Sweet Home Alone. It's you, like you. I watched it a year ago, and I was like, "Yeah, that was all right." And then I watched. Re- I rewatched it recently for this, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, no, no." Yeah, it's got it's got some huge problems. Um, but it it could have been a lot better than it was. I mean, the story. Yeah, there was actually elements. really. There's a lot of potential. Yeah, for a a good legacy sequel, as they call it, where you're it's you know you're kind of rebooting the franchise with this sequel, but it's like not quite a reboot, and, and this is a clear sequel because uh, Buzz McAllister is in this movie, Devin Ratray, which is a great name. Uh, yeah, he was. Uh, did you see him in the latest season of Better Call Saul, the last season? Oh, dude. Wait, who was he in that? He was uh, a mark for um, Saul as Gene in Nebraska. He's one of the guys that he uh, cons in, uh, Wait, in the, the mall. Um, he, he meets him in a bar, and he 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 does that, that scheme where they go and like uh, steal his identity. They do identity theft on him. Uh, but, yeah, he's in the last season of... Uh, Better call Saul down lower, yeah, just quieter. All right, I'm a little hot, so I'm going to turn it's my okay. mic down. Yeah. Mike's um, giving me a signal so we could do yeah, it without. Talking sorry, about ladies it on and gentlemen, we 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 have <laughs> we've recently bought um, some new microphones. Nothing special, just new ones, mostly for me and Jake. So um, I'm trying to monitor the um, 
the volume on everybody. Adam sounds great. Jake sounds great. I'm I'm looking okay. Um, forgive us if we pop and are too loud. We're gonna try and not do that. Sorry right. guys for that interruption. My How, how's my volume right now, Mike? Let's it's do perfect. a test. It's perfect. Okay. You sound great. All right. Thank you. You sound great too. Oh man, thank you. Damn. I sound great too. Dude, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> now that I hear you, you sound great, Jake. So yes, let's uh let's talk about the Christmas movies that came out last year. We got single all the way. Shout out to our single <laughs> listeners like myself. Is that like a Lifetime or Hallmark movie or something? Single yes. all the way. <laughs> uh, then you got Love Hard. Then you got Eight Bit Christmas. Oh, um, I, I watched that one and I watched. I, I watched it with my kids and and they quite enjoyed it. But they also liked Home Sweet Home Alone. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> then you got Silent Night. Then you got A Castle for Christmas. A Boy Called Christmas, Christmas is Cancelled, Father Christmas is Back, mm. and uh, that's it. Man, I don't know any of those other ones except for 8-Bit Christmas. Yeah, they all looked um, pretty bad. 8-Bit Christmas was kind of cool. It was a nostalgia trip. Um, you know, Patrick Harris is talking about his childhood, and so it's kind of like a modern uh, Christmas story, So, and he's telling the story about how he got a Nintendo let me ask you this. What is the most recent holiday classic, do you think? Because Dude. here's the thing. is a, a Christmas movie that is has aged well, it, it takes a couple years to really be like, oh, this is a staple. So what what, do you, what is the most recent one for you guys? On, honestly, man, I, I'm trying to think of one. Because like, when, you, when you were about to list Christmas movies that came out last year, I was like, dude, I have no idea. I don't, I, don't, I don't remember seeing a Christmas trailer, a Christmas movie trailer that I've, in a long time, that I've really been excited for. Um, I, think, I, I think Happiest Season was oh, good. You know what? I've got an answer. Go ahead, Jake. Um, Happiest Season with Kristen Stewart and uh, some other people. I haven't seen that. I, I liked that one. I've got a hands down answer. It's yeah. The one I the newest movie <clears throat> the newest Christmas movie I have to watch every year is Elf. Dude, I was just I was gonna say the exact yeah. same thing. So two thousand three. Yeah. 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 yeah, for sure. Great for dude. Sure. Uh, dude, that is a great movie. You stole my uh point. I can't think are, of any Are we all on Elf there? I, I would say so. I'm trying I, to think. I mean that was a minute ago. Two thousand three. Um Mike, what about what about Bad Santa? Is that oh, one? dude, <gasps> when did that I come out? I love those, that, dude. Now that I've those? only seen the first one, and it's I, yeah. I haven't seen this. I haven't seen the second, but yeah, the first is amazing. What and year what, is what, is that? Two thousand one or two, something like that. Hold I on. Think. Yeah, um, Thank you, Jake. So that's that's even older than Elf, but I believe. I mean, Jake's gonna look it up real quick, but. Bad Santa one two thousand three the same year as Elf. Oh really? Oh, Bad dude. Santa okay. two way later two thousand sixteen. Did you see yeah. the second? They I both not. rule. I'm, I'm, they're are both, they good? They're both great. Okay. Bad Santa one's better. Like you okay. Know, well, I'm being a normie again. <coughs> <laughs> well, it's just like here's the problem. If you if you really hit it out of the park with with a movie, the 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 biggest issue is that there is an implied expectation from the audience. And that is almost never satisfied. It's just, it it never is. Like, the only way to satisfy, like, the only time you hear that is, so Star Wars, a lot of people consider Empire 
to be better. Um, there's usually a camp of people that who either think that Empire is the best or uh, Jedi. That's that's usually nobody ever really says a New Hope, but everybody loves a New Hope. But it's usually it's going to be one of those uh, the Godfather. Most people prefer the second. They think the second's better. Myself, I actually like the first one better. Um, uh, but it's it's really not. I can't think of uh, Terminator Two. That one, that's that one's better. Aliens. I prefer Aliens over Alien. Yeah, I, I prefer Alien. Um, it, it it's just because it's like just this tense horror movie, but I also love Aliens for what it is. Mm-hmm. You know? So I need to rewatch Aliens because I've only seen it once and I wasn't really impressed. Did um, you like Alien? I loved Alien. Okay. Uh, guys, hmm. it's feeling like it's probably got to be our next film series. You know? No, I, I, I already, I actually, I already found um, um, this. Uh, I'll show it to y'all. There, there's a thing of like um, sound effects in, in, in Logic, dude. And when I, I was playing with them, that's the film series I thought of. I'll show them to, dude. Nice. They're like you want to record with them. Like, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The, the next theme is going to have some of the, I'll show them to you. Dude, it, it's so cool. That's so, uh, fun, it's, it's, it's like, dude, they're actually, one of them is the sound of, from, I think, dude, it sounds like um, in the Halloween movies. I was like, playing, there's like a list of them, and it, it it's like got this weird name, oh. and I hit it, and I was like, dude, that's the sound of, um, it's the, it was the sound of, it sounded like Michael Myers when he jumps over. Um, when they get into the asylum from the first one, and he, uh, you see him he jump, leaps onto the car. Yeah, oh, he leaps onto yeah. The car. that wasn't like Michael. That. It was just a random patient. But I know, I know what you oh, mean. Really? It's just like a tear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. sound. I, th- I think it's I, like, uh-huh. I <laughs> found it. I was like, dude, why didn't I find this before? To, that's what we Wait, talked about. Where I, I said it sounded like supernatural. Like, yeah, like, did yeah, the guy yeah. cast a spell on him? Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, because he has his arms out, too. Well, I, I want to fight you on this point, Jake. I believe that's Michael jumping on the car. Oh, is it? I believe it I, is. I, I, I kind of feel like it was. And then he breaks the, the window open. and Oh, that's so Because he's on top of the car. His hand comes down, and he's got that wrench in his hand. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Okay. I, I believe that's Michael. I, I'm sorry to fight you on that, but... Uh, no, Mike. I want to fight you Mike. guys on... on <laughs> I mean, Alien is is great, but dude, guys, Aliens. <clears throat> I mean, like, uh, well, see, you, you're that's the the popular opinion. A lot of people like it Aliens is, is one pop- of those movies yeah. where, and I'm not saying that's bad. That's popular, but that's one of those movies where people. It's like the exception where they're like, no, that's one where the sequel's better. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, mm, I guess, um, I, yeah. Let me, let me, the, let me, let me. The thing let, is, I, I, I don't disagree. The, the people say that but there's also I, I wouldn't say there's a lot more people that say the sequel is better than the original on that because the original definitely has its fans um sure i don't know i mean i'm maybe i'm not plugged in enough Th- this is how bad the home alone movie that we watched <laughs> was we don't even want to talk about that shit we would rather well, hold talk on about i have aliens. to piss out i'm off because i think the most recent holiday classic is the polar express which came oh, out in 2004 oh now. dude it was I, it was very critically I'm, acclaimed though but it, was, it, it had huge acclaim and was what? very popular people didn't hate that the polar uh. express my kids love it. I, I mean, and that, <laughs> I guess that's what it's about, right? It's like it's a nostalgia thing, and so like, if it's if it's hitting with the kids, yeah. But like, 
I freaking uh, there's a lot yeah. about that movie. Robert Zemeckis, great director, decided to throw away his career um, for CGI motion cap for mocap. <laughs> yeah, um, I, dude, you know what? I think I'm actually thinking of something else, but I can't think of the name. Hmm. You know, Polar Express was the Tom Hanks. I am thinking train. of that. Was it not? Was it not? I remember it being very popular. <clears throat> um, I mean, yeah, tons of people well, saw it. Here's I think the it, thing: is when they announced Polar Express. That it was going to be CGI with Tom Hanks. People were, got excited, and then it came out, and people were like, "This is weird." <laughs> yeah, uh, you maybe you're, you know what? I I I I think I am misremembering. I mean, that happens. So, you know, like a movie might be critically like acclaimed, but then it doesn't age well, and everybody's yeah. like, "Yeah." It really right. takes I, a couple years right. for a movie I, to for a movie's legacy to be cemented. Yeah. That's okay. True. Yeah. So. I mean, my family definitely watches it every year, so I guess it counts, right? They they watch Polar Express every year. Oh, dude, year. yeah, my my dude, I've got I've got four kids at home, and yes, and absolutely, they, and they do. So they do. Really we have really it on DVD, oh, okay. and so, so, ladies and gentlemen, Adam. I didn't know they liked it that much. Adam's son Jack went through a period where he was <clears> obsessed with trains. Yeah, the number one thing he wanted for Christmas when he was three years old there was a three, Polar Express. There are train. three movies that he was obsessed with because of trains. Mm-hmm. One of them was Polar Express. One of them was Toy Story Three. And the other one, well, don't tell me, don't tell me. The other one is Back to the Future 3. There it is. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, and so he would set up, <clears throat> he did get the Polar Express train set that year, and he would, uh, after seeing Back to the Future, he would set it up. It had these uh, these supports that looked like the, the bricks of the town, of the North Pole town in Polar Express, and he would set them up. Um, so that he could have the train just drive off of the end of the track, like uh, the train drives off the tracks in Back to the Future 3. You know, as bad as, as weird and bad <laughs> as the Polar Express is, I kind of dig some of it. I kind of dig the vibe. <coughs> yeah, I, I, I haven't seen it. If you edit it down to just what's in the book, it would be five stars. Even it though the faces like are so weird. 15 minutes long. <laughs> and that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. But yeah, um, cool. So so let's get into it. So we we've got um, our first segment, which is what's up with the kid, the kid in this movie. Um, his name is uh, what's his Max. name? Max. Does something that starts with a W? Um, I have his name sorry, is Max. And I have the Grinch sure. pulled up. Um, Max Mercer. This kid likes to. Um, he likes his soda. Yeah, and, uh, and sugar of all sorts. He likes watching Looney Tunes alone, which I can relate to. And uh, I, I feel like, and, and we're going to talk about um, product placement in a minute, but I feel like they missed an opportunity because he, he likes soda, right? Yeah. And I'm wondering if an earlier version of the script had had him being really into Pepsi because that was a thing in the the, the original movie was oh, uh, Fuller, Fuller yeah. not going easy on the Pepsi. Right. And I think Plot it would have been point. cool if they used, if they could have landed a deal with Pepsi, <coughs> which I don't know how Disney couldn't land a deal with Pepsi. Yeah. Well, later in the movie, um, somebody says, go easy on the soda. And so right. they couldn't get Pepsi, apparently, or they they didn't want to. I don't Come know. Come on, man. But yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, who knows what kind of conflicts. I, I'm sure that's easier said than done even for Disney to just land an account like that. 
Did y'all see the movie Jojo Rabbit? I haven't yet. Not yet. Dude. I hear he's really good in so, it. Dude, the, the kid that... Yeah, this kid, he is hilarious. In oh, is movie. he the kid yeah. from the main kid? He's not the main kid. He's 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 friends with the main kid. He's but dude, he's so, it is, it's, he's okay. so funny. Every every time he's he's on, uh, he, he's on, he's, dude, he's great. And that is a funny... It's a funny movie. Dude, I'll have to check that off my watch list soon. So what do you think of this kid? For a while. Well... According to what people have said, <laughs> um, let's hear it, Mike. Don't, so don't, don't hold back. Come on. Well, uh, I mean, I I I I I think the kid is a good actor. Um, mm-hmm. and from from what I've seen, he has to sell some bad lines. Um, yeah. So so that that's what it looked like. All right. I'm uh, full disclosure. I I actually didn't watch it. Oh, I, I, I was I, trying to help you cover that. I'm up. sorry, uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I, I tried. I, I I have access to a Disney Plus account. It'd be hilarious that for if some reason. None of us work. watched it. Yeah. Uh, but me and Adam watched it. So they, you guys did, but but so um I I looked at three separate reviews, um and unfortunately. And as un- I also unfortunately suspected, they were all very bad reviews. That yeah. nobody, nobody Mike, liked. Listen, it. you would hate this movie. <laughs> yeah, you would not have liked okay. it. At I kept. All. Sometimes I just think about like, oh man, Mike would hate this. I probably, you know, maybe maybe I'll watch it and let my disappointment leak into the uh, the the rest of the show um, and just bring bring it up. But but the thing the thing um, when I was watching the reviews and I saw that it was that kid, I kind of felt bad because I was like, oh, that kid was. He was hilarious in in Jojo uh, Jojo Rabbit, and that's what a lot of p- other people said. They're like, "Dude, that kid was so great in that movie." Um, it's uh, don't feel bad for him, man. He got to start a movie. Sure, no, that's great. He's on top of the world. But but if he had to like, it, it sucks when a when a shit script and a shit movie, um, man, they really bring down an actor. And and there were other um, there were other people that were were in this movie that I re- that I recognized that were like, oh yeah, that this person's funny. I've seen them in other things, and they they were very funny. Yeah. Well, it is a funny thing with, with with young talent or young actors because when you do a movie, it's a gamble because you don't know if the movie's going to be good, and um, even if it isn't your fault that the movie's bad, that can still hurt your career. Yeah, um, and dude, making a movie is so hard, and there's so many moving parts, and like it's. It's it's no one person's fault if it just if doesn't good work. Right. And there was so much promise here. Like th- this could have been a lot better. That's one of my main gripes. One with person it. doesn't make a good movie, and one person doesn't make a bad movie. Absolutely not. True collaboration. Well, yeah. uh, hold on. B- didn't I think we've had this discussion before for one of the Halloween movies? Mm-hmm. Um, was it true that? Um, one of them, there was like I think I, I could be wrong, but I think when we talked about the original, the um the final say came down to uh, Cameron James Carpenter Carpenter John. Is that was that true? I I don't know. I th- I feel like we had a conversation about that where 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 we felt that a lot of the later Halloween movies were very bloated, and and one of the oh, reasons yeah. for that was because of so many different people that were able and given authority to make certain decisions and you just had too many ideas Absolutely. from too many people. Yeah. So it seems like th- though I agree, I agree with the sentiment, you know, one, you know, one person, uh, can't yeah, sometimes it's hard to get things done by committee. Um, sure, and sure. Well, and, and, and so, you know, 
well, we've talked about this with with bands before. Where uh, absolutely, absolutely. Sometimes you have like a true collaborative band, and there's usually a lot of drama. But then sometimes you have like a band where it's like it's kind of a band, but it's really one guy's brainchild. Yeah. yeah. Like like I, I'd say. Weezer is really yeah. Rivers' baby. Yeah, the Foo Fighters, you know, the Smashing Pumpkins. Right. But then you have a like like the Eagles, for example. There, at, at least at one point, it was this like collaboration where they're really like one. Per, you know, a, a song is like pieces of almost everyone in the band. Mm-hmm. Maybe some songs more than others, but like, so like. When it comes to bands, I always think there's like two kinds of bands. There's like a true collaborative band, but then there's like the, you know, so and so, and the whatevers. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a great. Yeah, name. yeah. No, I mean, you know, some some. I, I I think that it's true that like, yeah, collaboration is important. But you know, when we talk about legendary artists, you you, you are talking about. A lot of times it's, you, you, you know, it, it, it pyramids into either one or two people um, that are uh, kind of getting, and, and a lot of it might have to do with just, um, you know, the, the ease of, of getting the work out and just like completing projects for the sake of it getting done. Because if people, if too many people are confused, um, well, that's just going to cause like a halt and stagnation in a project and then now people are going to start worried oh well i don't want to hurt you know anyone's feelings or god yeah. now, see now we're just getting psychological N- no yeah well so so with um with the home alone series you know you start out with with a movie that's written by john hughes mm-hmm. and directed by chris columbus and it's really those two guys and i feel like they were given a lot of trust because john hughes had a lot you know, at that point, he was he was a big dog. You know, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. he was, uh, you know, one of the guys, mm-hmm. and so he was able to do that. And then, in and this with, movie, with Home Sweet has Home Alone, a lot of hands on it, and it feels you can feel that this movie had a lot. You, of here's hands. what you've got: you've got Disney purchased Fox in 2016, and they're yes. like, "Hey, and they we've got this a uh, ton of IP. We've got this IP in the catalog called Home Alone." Let's uh, let's make some money off of it. Who can we get to write this thing? Find somebody who cares about it, you know. And uh, you know they they probably did that. They they found somebody who cared about the series, and uh, they they started off strong. But then there's probably a lot of studio interference, and they're and like, "That's a big get," you know, because you know everybody thinks of like X Men and Star Wars, and but uh, having a holiday classic, you know, that you can you know people will spend money on it every year kind of no matter what that's a good thing to have financially yeah, absolutely mm-hmm. so yeah i think that's that's kind of where it went bad is like studio interference because like with the basic the basic premise i think they could have done something really good with this this couple who has this ugly doll that's worth a bunch of money somehow and they're just going to get it back from this this kid they think stole it from them, right? Which I like. I like the the um, you know that take of like having like a sympathetic uh, duo rather than just it's these trying tricks. to recreate the wet bandits. And a lot of people didn't like that and were like, "Oh, but then it's not funny when they get beat up." The hell it isn't. Like you know, it can still be funny 
you know, seeing likable people get hurt's funny too. Now it's not a lot of it's not funny in this movie for other reasons, right? Um, but uh, but no, yeah, I, I agree. I'm with you there. I kind of think that that was a good idea. Yeah, maybe it wasn't executed very well. That's right. I I, I think they. C- I mean, you had these two families. You start out with watching, and I I mean I don't know with the 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 rich family that was going to Tokyo. Like. You get Pete Holmes and and Andy Daly and um, uh, Chris Parnell and just like some of those guys are just on screen for a few seconds, really. Like Chris Parnell is in and out of the movie, like he's gone. But man, Pete Holmes was—I just felt like so terrible in this. I just hated seeing him on screen. How about how about you? <laughs> I um, I like Pete Holmes. I like him too. Uh, I kind of have a love hate thing with him because. I like his podcast. Uh, who's Pete Holmes? Remind, remind me. Of um, he's Holmes. he's a tall, goofy guy. He was like the guy who was like yelling about like the code at the door when they were all trying to leave. He's not that famous, but he did play the um, the Batman in the college uh, humor, the comedic um, college yeah, humor he, Batman he, series. He did the uh, the Dark Knight voice and stuff. And um, I don't okay. know. I, All I, right, he's got some some good stuff. I I sometimes I can't stand him though because like he's he's terrible in this. I just I don't know. Yeah, I, it it's not a very big part. He's kind of the the uncle in this. Yeah. Um, but instead of being a jerk, he's like he's Uncle just Frank of this movie. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, I think um, so let's talk about um. Pam and Jeff, these are the crooks, so to speak. Ellie Kemper and Rob Delaney. I think Ellie Kemper did great, and she's hilarious, and uh, I did not like Rob Delaney. Uh, oh, no. Pete Holmes. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you're I good. Got, yeah, I see. So, yeah, nothing Rob Delaney did or said made me laugh. He just didn't make me laugh. Um, He's definitely worth a follow on Twitter, but, uh, yeah, I didn't think he was much of an actor. Yeah, this, you know. just... I just wasn't into him. That's probably a terrible thing to say to him. But, I mean, you know, there it is. (laughs) (laughs) You know that career of yours? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure he's a nice guy. Yeah. You know. He's really funny on Twitter. Like, he he does, I don't know, back in in my early days on Twitter, I, I just thought some of his stuff was the funniest things I'd ever read. He'd like yeah. do say the weirdest stuff and like bring brands into it and like I don't know. Anyway, follow him on Twitter. Yeah, man, shout out. <coughs> Very cool, dude. Follow us too, though. You know. <laughs> Are we? On? Oh, okay. Yeah, do that. Do that. At one nine nine W H A T nineteen ninety what? Yeah, totally. Yeah. All right, it's time for Jingle Bell Rock. Let's talk about the music in this movie yes let's let's hear some music the music in this movie has some big shoes to fill obviously um you know john williams did just knocked it out of the park in the original um i listen to it all the time during christmas time uh this however I'll take any opportunity or excuse to play Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. No, yeah, this is good. <laughs> um, well, it's Christmas. 
Yeah, we've actually again. We talked about this song before. Yeah, uh, the first time I was on this podcast. This song plays uh, in this movie, and I believe it's kind of a shout out to Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, because this is the song we'll get there in a couple weeks, but yes, Kevin plays this song on his talk boy as, uh, as his flight to New York is starting, and that's why he doesn't hear them say they're going to Florida, or uh, New York instead of Florida. Oh man, that, that, that movie is so great. Yeah. And this song is great. I... I, I I didn't really like listen to this song growing up or anything, but I really like it. There's this there's this part where he talks about meeting long distance relatives and not wanting to kiss his old aunts and stuff. Yeah, that's relatable. It is. Uh, all the uh, aunts in the world. Um, look, your 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 young younger family. Children, uh, they don't want to kiss you. Don't stop making them do that shit. It's really <laughs> annoying, and it's also gross. You know, I mean, like some of you have like too much makeup; it gets caked on, and then it gets on our lips. You expect us to enjoy that shit? What the fuck is the matter with you? <laughs> Keep going, Mike. No, man, that's it, dude. I'm just, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, I, you know, we we love you and stuff. We we really do. We we love seeing you. We want to see you. Uh, you know, um, but, but I mean like, you know, cut that shit out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, and I'm really, I'm speaking, sorry, I'm speaking about decades past. This does not happen to me anymore. And honestly, now that I'm older, um, I love my family very much. And if they want kisses from me, I'm going to, I'm going to, I will kiss them on the cheeks because here's the, here's the thing. Um, when, when you get older, you just appreciate it more. Like na- nowadays, um, around the holidays, I don't really want to do anything. I kind of want to just sit around and, and sit with everybody and visit with them. I don't. I don't want to like. I don't want to go anywhere. Um, uh, we could play games together, maybe. I but I really just kind of want to sit and be in their presence and visit and, uh, um, you know, just be with them. And uh, yeah, you know, it's it's nice being older. And should an older relative want a kiss on the cheek, you know, and being, like I said, you know, being older, sure, all right, you got it. Whatever. Yeah, but, you know. But as a young kid, no, man, If a little kid doesn't want to kiss you and you can tell, just just drop it there. You don't got to press it. Yeah, yeah, seriously, drop it. Don't, and don't but try to embarrass me in I front of... I draw the line at tongue with, with like, <laughs> you know, extended family. I wish that was an option for me. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like... A kiss on the like a big kiss on the like open mouth kiss on the mouth from your aunt or uncle that's acceptable, but if there's any tongue, then it's not. So no 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 no. <laughs> um, well, of course there's there's a ton of Christmas songs in this movie. Needle drops all over the place and probably too many. Um, but then there's also this. Ladies and gentlemen. This is Mumble number five. Oh, dude. 
Flubega, Mambo number five, for some reason. One, two, three, four, five. Everybody in the car, so come on, let's ride to the liquor store around the corner. The boys say they want some gin and juice, but I really don't wanna. Be a buzz like I had last week. I must stay deep, cause talk is cheap. Dude, this reminds me of uh, of something very funny. Can you, can you say what that is? Oh yeah. I'll just wait till this finishes. It reminds me of making out with my aunts and uncles. Uh, <laughs> weird. Just a big makeout. Those are my aunts and uncles too. Nice. This song is pretty bad. Yeah, see, so so at what point in the film do they play it? Is it just kind of cheesy? Um, somebody's in their car like driving and talking on the phone. I think it's not a big part of the movie at all. It's just it's we played definitely a lot more of it than is in the film. But, okay. Um, yeah. So this one time. Um, Andrew from Parquet Courts and I, we were at Travis High School watching... Um, middle school. <laughs> Thank you, dude. Middle school, correct. Sorry. Um, watching a bunch of people in a talent show audition for the would-be talent show. And um, there was this um, Hispanic girl in a blue dress, and she was dancing to uh, Mambo Number no. 5. But, but she... She was she was doing this like simple flaily move with her arms and just kind of like shaking her head around and every now and then she did the one two three four five she would just put up her fingers you know to the to the beat of it uh-huh. and, and and she was like kind of waving her head and hand and then continued with this like flail and that that was it and I remember my dad and Andrew's dad just like t- saying each other like. Well, if that's talent, shit, get me up there. Because <laughs> that, that, this is all this little girl did. It was like, oh. it, was, it was shit. She had no business up there. And um, we as like a, a shitty seventh grade rock band auditioned and we didn't get in. And was we actually played our Black Abbey? No, we were, uh, we were the tears at oh, this really? point. Okay. Yeah. All right. Dude, awesome. That's a great story. I wish, dude, I mean, I wish in I could like school? show you. In middle school, you guys already had a band? Yeah, uh, seventh grade to eighth grade, wow. and then you know throughout high school. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was Andrew's idea. Like he wanted to. Um, I I had like keyboards and stuff, and then my dad had guitars, um, and I was like trying to learn keyboard. Um, and Andrew started learning guitar first, and then he was like, "Dude, your dad has guitars. You should learn how to play, and we'll we'll be in a band." And then I started learning bass. Um, at first, we were both going to play guitar, and we both plugged into his amp because it had two plugs. Um, and then I got a bass, and, you know, it's very hard to find bass players. I didn't really want to do that. I wanted to play guitar. Um, but he was like, no, nah, man, just play bass. Nobody else has one, and you just got one. And that's how uh, that's how we started. Yeah. Yeah. So what was I that? always thought of you as a bassist, you know, because... You played yeah. bass in that band. Everybody did. Nobody knew I actually could play the guitar, and a lot better. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just... We found out. Yeah. <laughs> what were you... Was she hot, the the girl dancing? I, honestly, the... actually, she was kind of cute. I remember thinking, like, dude, that's a stupid-ass act. 
but she's cute. Was she lip singing? No, she actually- dude. Like nothing. Like literally, they played the song over the loudspeaker, and she just danced to it. And, and like, did she get in? Because if you guys, <laughs> dude, she got in. Her, her dumbass like like had a seizure on stage for everybody, and and we did not get in. Well, that's all right, Mike. You know, it's okay. <laughs> well, it's because someone got arrested, and we couldn't play the show. So. <laughs> Uh, for something stupid, sorry, middle schoolers. Yeah, dude. oh man, it wasn't me, by the way. <coughs> or was it? Perhaps, perchance. Anyway, uh, what Jake probably wants to talk about here is uh, like the score, which is um, right a derivative of the John Williams score, right? Uh, people have said that. Is is it true? Yeah. So something that I can't stand is whenever. Whenever music is like trying to sound like a song, but they either don't have the rights to it or they're just not <laughs> copying it, and it, it, it just like because it screws with your brain because your brain wants to hear what it's trying to mimic, but it's it's not that thing, and it drove me crazy because it kind of sounds like the original Home Alone score, but it's just different enough to be really annoying. Which is weird, though, because there are points in the movie where they do sample the original score yeah. from the oh, okay. movie a couple times. Yeah, they definitely play like the, the somewhere in my memory theme that John Williams wrote for this. Yeah, and so like, I just thought most of the music in this movie was really annoying and not good. Yeah. Um now, I don't have any of the uh, the score for this movie because it's not on Apple Music or anything, but um, you can imagine. Yeah, they're yeah, I was, was going to say, J- Jake, <laughs> J- Jake just uh, described it to you um, pretty well, and you, you ought to be able to picture that. So, so like, if the, the, the original music is, is like, um, you know, this one would, would be like, just extra okay like extra ornamented notes so that the melody is not quite similar yeah and they do that with like the wet bandits theme yeah like and i probably sampled the wrong one like if they okay from the original i've seen it so many times like like if it's like wait no it's (laughs) is it the what am i doing (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, everybody knows that. <laughs> What's the Wet Bandits theme, Adam? It's the one. We're uh, just gonna I'll sing this shit for you, ladies now, and gentlemen. Uh, man, I, I was. I, I had can't, it in my I head can't when think I said it. it, but now it's like. Oh wait. Yes. So later in the movie, when you meet Buzz, it does sample that. Yeah, when you meet Buzz, I was gonna say the same thing. Kind of. Yeah. Isn't that weird, dude? That theme is so great, man. Just thinking of it as like, dude, what a great little motif. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just those guys, right? Like you see them and you hear their conversations when you hear that music because it's so iconic to them, and I don't know why. Dude, Williams. They played it for. Bosh, man, he, he, he is just a master at yeah. It, um, that that like emoting through um, through music, but but just really like all, honestly, um, his ability to also make it playful and childish because of the nature of the movie. It's just like, dude, that it's just it's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. Yeah, I don't know about the, the movie in this, the music in this 
But yeah, Maybe it's not. it's it's terrible. And and it, that's always bugged me. Like anytime I can tell that a song's trying to sound like another song, but it's yeah. not. I hate that. <laughs> um but yeah, let's talk about some of the so what what one of our segments here with uh Home Alone Rewind is we're going to talk about some of the product placements throughout these movies. And uh, I feel like there's a missed opportunity because, you know, Max, our kid, he he really likes soda. Um, he likes drinking soda. And I feel like it would have been a great opportunity for a Pepsi product placement like they had in the original Home Alone where you had, uh, you know, uh, Kevin's cousin Fuller who would drink too much Pepsi and wet the bed. Because uh, he yes. didn't go easy on the Pepsi. Yeah. And but but there's no Pepsi in this movie, unfortunately. It's just this like generic soda. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there's like this orange soda. So like it's a he missed wants. opportunity. Yeah. Hmm. Um, when we talked about this earlier, was it on the air yet, or was that before we started recording? Product product placements. That was before. When we were talking about soda, did we not talk about that on the air yet? Right. We um, oh, okay. I don't think so. Yeah, because there's we, this. We didn't. There's this one part later on where. Um, and if we did, oops. <laughs> there's this one part later on where somebody says, "Go easy on the soda," and so it like. They don't have Pepsi, you know. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, BMW. The kid gets in the car, and the BMW logo is prominent on the the movie screen, like the you know the the headrest mm-hmm. movie screen he's watching Looney Tunes on when he right when he gets in the car it's like you don't have to have the key in there to to have this car play your movie and like stuff I, I mean so this is a plot point the kid gets in the car to get out of the the craziness of the house because all his relatives are over and it's chaotic just like in the first time alone and uh, so he wants a quiet place, so he goes in the garage and gets in the BMW and watches Looney Tunes and falls asleep in there and doesn't wake up when everybody else does to uh, go to the airport. And that's really odd to me that he's watching a Warner Brothers uh, cartoon and not, you know, <laughs> something owned by Disney. Yeah, I, man, I um, didn't even think about that. I don't know how all that works. Uh, I don't know how, you know, copyright and everything, like maybe they're only allowed to show it for a few seconds. I don't know. But... It's just weird to me that he couldn't have been watching, you know, some kind of Disney thing. I mean, there's definitely some homage to, like, you know, Roadrunner and Coyote, you know, in the slapstick nature of, like, these people coming to catch him and never being able to. He's like the Roadrunner. They're like Wiley Coyote. But yeah, uh, they don't need to set that I up. I mean, they could have done... already know the premise. They they own the Simpsons. They could have done Itchy and Scratchy. You know, they could have <laughs> they could have done mm, yeah. something they already own. They could have done a Mickey Mouse cartoon or even something Christmassy. But he's uh he's watching Roadrunner. Or Which he could have just been watching the original Home Alone. <laughs> that would have been that would have been a mind trip. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I love Roadrunner and Coyote, so that's that's fine. But they could have done something else. Too. I'm not that mad about it, but you know. Yeah, there's definitely, like, I was like, whoa, are we suddenly in a BMW commercial when he got in that car, though? Because it was like, the logo was just all so prominent, you know? Like, yeah. 
I do want a BMW. Thank you. I, I hear they're very nice. Well, you know, it's interesting. So the first original Home Alone is shot in what was um, one of the wealthiest um, suburban areas in the country, in Chicago, at least at that time. But But the street in that movie... All the other houses on the street are like pretty nice. They're yeah, not that but, house. But there's yeah. a big there's a big um you know the the home alone house like stands out. Like it's that's the like the tier. house on the block. Whereas this street, all the houses kinda look equally nice and they all kinda look the same. Yeah. And so it kinda doesn't have the same like like in the first home alone, the house is a character. It's you, dude, yeah. And yeah. this, it's not. It's no. just like I don't know. It's just, it's just a McMansion, you know. Yeah, it's fine. Um, I mean, I, I'd live in it. You know, oh, I yeah. wouldn't oh, be mad. I'm not gonna turn my nose up. Yeah, I would take it. Uh, but yeah, it's, you're right. It's not like, it's not as much it's a part of the movie. The silver tuna. It's not. But it's, it's nice. It's not the silver tuna tonight. And I would rob it. To be clear, I would yeah. burglarize it nice. for sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That'd be so creepy if you told somebody that when you visited their home. Like, <laughs> I would rob you. Oh my gosh, this is great. I would definitely rob this place. <laughs> like, I am making plans <laughs> to come back when you guys are gone. Oh man, I, I, I went to it's my cousin's house to celebrate her daughter's second birthday, and I, uh, they live in Allen, and it, and it's it's a it's. I thought it was a very nice house. I wish I had said that in front of everybody too. <laughs> Damn man, I rob y'all. That'd have been that would have been a great joke, man. And I would have been seen as funny. I'm gonna and come back attractive. here at nine o'clock. Uh, this is dark then. Kids are scared of the dark. You're afraid of the dark too, it's Mom. Such a no, I'm not. I really not, w- not not not. I, I really wanted to save this for a Home Alone one episode, but it's just. Oh, such a hilarious <laughs> thing for a burglar to do is to go to the house you're going to rob in the afternoon and be like, we're going to come back here at 9 o'clock. Dude, they're standing <laughs> outside. To do it. You don't think the neighbor, like my, my mom, like you you know, like how your moms that are home, they're looking out the window being nosy and shit. Yeah. Like some some old woman living we'll in another house is going to see that. Everybody's like, gone though, remember? Oh, oh yeah. because Nobody's home for the holidays. Yeah. Nobody... Like nobody, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get so there. This, I can't this, wait. This is for how that much episode. we don't give a shit about this. This I, movie. I so we're wish just we were talking, talking about, about the first one. <laughs> I so wish we were talking about that right now. Gosh, we're probably gonna do the same thing when we do the the trio of shit for the next episode. Yeah, um, he's a kid. Kids are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dude, good. Dude, it's so good. It really, and this really is. is. It's so rewatchable. Whereas <laughs> this, I don't care to see again. You know. So, um, it w- w- was there any other notable product placement? Um, Dude, I'm sure there was. I'm sure some of his toys, but like, I what mean, what kind of a uh, home? This movie had like its version of an Alexa, but I don't think it is because that would be Amazon. Yeah, it was called Homebot, and okay, uh, yeah. it spoke German. <laughs> it, it, that that was a plot point, you know. It was so locked a, on German, a, a so they Nazi couldn't AI properly. That was in control of this household, and he couldn't call his mom because, yeah, because of the homebot settings and stuff. Um, I think the the part of this movie that made me laugh the hardest is when he he's overhearing them talk about getting the doll, and they think that they're talking about getting him. 
He thinks that. Yeah, the ugly he, boy. Yeah, and so he has this like the opposite of a fantasy of like, oh no, like they're gonna give me to these old ladies. And there's this like, yeah. Yeah, there's a scene. It's like a vision, and and they're like, uh, they're like we're gonna make him eat this gross old lady candy. <laughs> and it's so it's really funny. Yeah, I, that's I like pretty great. It, it kind of reminds me of the Christmas the story too. How yeah, he's having all kinda. those visions and fantasies daydreams oh dude another classic <coughs> um I, I liked the the daydream fantasy and christmas vacation honestly i liked that one. Oh, oh the oh, oh the ladies one yeah uh, oh dude yeah <laughs> yeah she's way hot okay mary so her name is mary oh thanks mary well that's my name so let's talk about some of the some of the the booby traps that that was set up Okay, I um, I did see a couple. Yeah. W- what stuck out to you, Mike? Um. Well, one of the first ones, honestly, he put a bunch of cue balls in. What was it? A potato gun? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Which is like, dude, that is like that kind of that's pretty hardcore, man. I could kill someone. And I, and I think that was the first one. Um, if that's what they said, you I, would need could. you would need a good amount of psi to, to launch those because they're really heavy. Mm-hmm. But if you did, you could really injure somebody. Um, he did something my my kids have done. He put some thumbtacks and some Nerf darts, and uh, dude, Ellie Kemper took a lot of yeah, those. Yeah, that almost <laughs> wasn't even funny. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, uh, she had these things sticking out of her face. Yeah. Oh, that sounds. Um, painful. the one my kids. Okay, so earlier we talked a little bit about Ghostbusters and when. When Jake and my wife, Natalie, and I went and took our boys to see um, Ghostbusters Afterlife, the film I I accidentally mentioned earlier, um, they laughed so hard at the scene with the mini Stay Put Marshmallow Man. Yeah, all the kids in the theater lost their minds at this scene. They laughed so hard. Um, oh my gosh! It was it's one of the one of my favorite movie going experiences. Honestly, it was great. It was movie it was magic. So funny. Yeah, because all the adults were laughing at how hard the kids were laughing. Yeah, and it, then we actually on Halloween we we re- we played that scene for all our nieces and nephews, and it works, man. They laugh their asses off. They that. really do, <laughs> and they should. It's hilarious. The only thing uh, that that really came close to that, and it doesn't happen in every movie, every kids movie even. But um, the only thing that came close to that was the trampoline um, trap. When Rob Delaney, he he could go down the the ladder that's leaning up against the balcony, but he's like, no, too easy. Or, you know, he he thinks, he's like, what am I, stupid? And so he jumps onto the trampoline. Uh, The kid Max pulls a cord that pulls a pin out and and it lays down on its side and launches him into the trunk of the tree. <laughs> and uh yeah, the kids the kids cracked up pretty heartily at that. Not near the the mini pup levels, but yeah, they liked that a lot. Yeah. Um my least favorite thing I think was when uh oh, I have a least favorite. When Jeff w- he's unconscious and he wakes up. Which, by the way, I don't think has anybody ever been unconscious in a Home Alone movie before. But um, I don't think so. I, well, every like whenever Marv falls through like 
anything and th- there's a scene where like it cuts back to him and he wakes up i have to think uh, that maybe he was like conscious yeah. yeah maybe for, after for some of those bricks from the top of that yeah, building. yeah. <laughs> or in the second one where oh, harry <laughs> i've reached the top and then he falls through <laughs> and lands on, i'm dude, pretty sure homo 2 is brutal <laughs> yeah no, it, it's real dude he gets electrocuted i can't wait I mean, to like, oh yeah dude yes uh so oh yeah my so my least favorite thing is when jeff wakes up and he's got the vr headset on yes and he's like on the edge oh, of I this heard, cliff i heard about that this and is it's like too. and like he thinks it's real like he can't tell that he's wearing a vr headset and he's like did i die and it's just it's not funny and it's not believable and he doesn't and I just feel it on his face it he doesn't reach sucks. up to touch his head it and sucks. realize he's wearing a yeah, this, that's my least favorite too. By the way, it's it's a really stupid part of the movie, and that it, the payoff dumb. is weak too. All it, that happens is he he goes to jump over um, like from one rock to the next or something, right? Because he's on a mountaintop, and all that happens is he jumps into a bookcase that falls over, and it's mm-hmm. like it's it's pretty sucky. I just wanted Michael Myers to break into the house and just butcher them. That, that would be that's cool. What, that's what I really want. That would be quite a turn. Um, okay, so <laughs> should we do this now? Um, Michael Myers versus Kevin from Home Alone. Like Kevin has some prep time. How does he do against Michael Myers? Um, this Kevin? No, no, no. Kevin. Kevin, Ke- Kevin McAllister. So Michael Myers. I, I, have, I have a couple questions. D- does is Kevin aware of? michael's inherent brutality or no or is it like let, let's say is is all he's seeing is he's looking out his window and instead of seeing harry and marv he sees michael's just staring at him and and starts to think hmm i might need to defend this place and michael's like i'm gonna come back here at nine o'clock like but it's muffled because he's i'm gonna come back here at nine o'clock yeah and he's just breathing <laughs> Um. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, Kevin could Kevin could do some damage, but I don't see Michael getting sucked into every one of Kevin's little traps. You know, I feel like he would just walk through. Them. I don't think he's gonna slip on the micro machines. You know, no. He's he, he he's probably gonna might crush stumble them. a little bit. Might. Um, the paint cans coming down the stairs. Um, one of them's gonna hit him. Maybe maybe knock him down, but he's not going to hit a second time by one of those cans. No, no. And he also, so all right. So versus Harry and Marv uh, would run. Um, Michael wouldn't run. Also, if Kevin tries to use the tarantula, Michael's dude. He'll probably oh, yeah. eat it. Yeah. Well, something I think would would really mess Michael up is the blowtorch to the head, because Michael doesn't do well with fire. And it would mess up his hair, mm-hmm. you know, and he would end up looking like he looks in Halloween um, Kills, Halloween Ends. I think yeah. Ends. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Um, so if I had to endure one of these traps, it would be the hot sauce cookies. That'd probably be good. Why did he eat those? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, uh, that's what something people were saying. Why would you walk into a house that has milk and cookies and then you ate, you ate them? It's yeah. not your house. No. And that's what you decided. To and do. they're on the front porch. They're not by the fireplace. They're on the front porch outside. Santa doesn't go through the front door. 
This house is a little mansion. It has a chimney mm. and a fireplace. You put the milk and cookies by the fireplace. Why did he eat those from the front porch? She should have known. And uh, it was also a pretty weak payoff. All he did was like shove his face in the snow, you know. It's like, mm. I don't know. This movie has a, a problem with follow through and execution on, on its setups. Which leads us to picking nits. Uh, one I have is when they're going up the driveway and it's slippery, they could have walked in the yard. Um, yeah, they just huh. could have. They could have just walked through the yard. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah that's that what my sense. kids said. I mean, yeah, Jack and Ian were like, just walk in yeah, the snow. Yeah, even kids are picking these plot holes apart. Um, oh yeah, that's bad. I don't know if it called a plot hole. Well, yeah, it's doesn't add up. Um, uh, a knit when the uh, um, the alien. I don't know the the, the characters' names, but Ellie Kemper Pam. and Rob Delaney, Pam and her husband, walk into the wrong house. There's, this family is all just standing around and like enjoying their Christmas festivities, and nobody notices them until they walk back outside and fall in the pool. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I mean, there's there's plenty to pick, and a lot of what we said so far is that. I'm trying to think if there's anything specific, like. Mm. Keenan Thompson's funny. Yeah, I'm glad he's in this. Oh, he's he's in it. He is. Yeah, he's the not realtor. A very, not a very big part, uh, but he's in it. Oh, all right. Yeah, he is funny. Well, good. There's, I'm there's g- kind I'm of a funny little side plot where they have to act like he's Jeff's personal <laughs> trainer because they don't want the kids to know they have to sell the house. Ah. Um, oh, I can see where that'd be humorous. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so there was just, um, the, there wasn't enough, there wasn't enough that made me laugh. I just didn't laugh enough. Yeah. When I watch the original Home Alone, I laugh a lot and not oh. just at the slapstick. Um, that doesn't need to be the thing carrying you. Yeah. Movie. There's a lot of great character stuff in it, you know? Yeah. It's something that they they should have done and uh i'm stealing this from another podcast but i think that they should have had ellie kemper's character be the red-headed girl from the first home alone movie kevin's neighbor um well kevin's neighbor's granddaughter old man marley oh. they should have had her they should have revealed at some point in the movie that that's her oh interesting um i don't know it just could have been fun it's her um, name marley her yeah. maiden name is Marley. Yeah. Um, that could have been fun. Um, the What do you think about the Buzz Kevin thing? I kind of liked it. I mean, I, I would have liked to see Kevin, like, you know, at the end of the movie. Like, when I first watched it, I wondered if he was going to be in it. Um, I, I, think, uh, I think it was funny. They didn't really do anything with it, though. Like, it would have been cool if Buzz somehow saved the day at the end. Right. Somehow. Yeah. So, or, yeah. um, what I like about what they did with the, you know, him talking about Kevin is they allude that Kevin runs a, um, a, a sis or a, um, what do you call it? Oh, a home uh, security uh, system. Yeah, McAllister yeah. security. I saw yeah. that. I saw that. 
Yeah, so that's I, cool. That's, I like that. You know, he could grow up and, and, and do that, protect people's homes like he protected his own. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's really funny the way they portray Buzz. Like, he's like, you know, a cop eating a burrito in his car. And Dude, like, that burrito looks really good. Spills on his shirt. Mm. Just like this <laughs> big, fat loser. It's awesome. Ah, um, oh, Buzz. Yeah, good old Buzz. You know, he likes French babes. <laughs> Don't shave their pits. But the guy nude beaches. <laughs> Not in the winter. <laughs> um, there's one thing we need to do before we wrap things up here. Um, and that's, we need we need to turn to the sorting hat and see which movies the three of oh, us yeah, are going to watch. I was, I was, gonna, I was wondering like, how are we going to decide. Yeah. But all right, cool. Um, I will need to take a maybe we should take a little break here so I can uh, get it ready. All right, folks, we're gonna be back in yes. like well in your mind like a like quite literally a second, and just like that we're back. All right, and we have the sorting hat ready to go with uh, three stinker choices for the movies that we will be watching. None I, of these. I thought I had called dibs on Home Alone three, but I guess I guess not. But. None of these are uh, no. That's that's not how we're doing this. <laughs> Dude, oh man, there is not a single winner in this. All right, um, uh, youngest oldest, my uh, Jake, go ahead and uh, choose here. All right, and uh, don't read it yet. We'll uh, we'll pass the ball over to Mike. And I will make my selection. All right, all right, Jake. What did you get? I am going to watch Home Alone 4, which came out in 2002. Mike? Dude, home, uh, the holiday heist, Home Alone 5, 2012. <laughs> oh, oh God. Home Alone 3 from 1997. Sorry, Jake. I, uh, <laughs> oh, man. I, I did not even know about this one. <laughs> I don't even know about this shit. Well, Mike, we will, um, Jake and I... We don't tell the authorities, but share Disney Plus, oh, and well, we'll make sure you guys okay. c- that uh, you can um, log in. You know, um, I'll check with my brother. Um, he is supposed to be providing that, which, uh, yeah, he better. I pay for the Netflix. Oh, you guys do the a thing like we do. Yeah. You're like Uncle yeah. Frank mooching pizza for your brother. <laughs> like well, he's paying, he for, he's paying for it. It's, it's free, isn't it? It's free, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, it's my brother's house. He'll take care of that. (laughs) Put them in your put them in your purse. (laughs) Dude, Frank. Dude, what a a great quotable, rewatchable movie. Incredible character. Can can Jake, you watched this movie uh, a little bit longer ago than I did, right? A couple weeks now. What movie? Home Sweet Home Alone. Home Sweet Home Alone. Can you quote it? Um, I mean, yeah, I can. <laughs> like, I don't, oh, I watched I, it today. I can't find work because of the cloud, and I I'm a, a software <laughs> engineer. In the end, he loves the cloud. Wait, so what is his he, job? Is he he's mm, like a software a migration engineer, specialist? But it has to be it has to be like not hardware? the cloud, not the cloud. Oh my gosh! Like <laughs> he would know. be able to find work. Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah. Anyhow, we're done talking about the movie, and um, should we rate it real quick? How many Christmas oh, presents? Or w- uh, what? Did, where, no, what did we that works. Oh, I like that, that scale. Works. I didn't have anything. Yeah. Um, or stockings. I'm giving this movie some hooks and some wire. 
like the Grinch. Oh, yeah. That's nice. all he left. Very clever. I'll give it um, one and a half presents um, that are, like, one of them's definitely clothes. And oh, yeah. Oh. And the other's in your stocking, but it's, like, not something you're super excited about to find in there, you know. So, one and a half for me. Um, well, because I didn't watch the movie, um, but I saw three bad reviews. Um, I, I, you know what? I want to, I want to give one gift at least to the kid, just because I loved him so much in Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, dude, um, that's fine. And I would tell, I would tell anybody to, if you haven't seen that movie, check out that movie with, with um, with, with that kid. He, he, he is funny. He is funny. Trust me, folks. He's, he's funny. Yeah, he's given some bad lines to work with this in this movie, but you know. All right, dude, I can't believe I had to watch Home Alone four. Stevie is like, (laughs) did I? I mean, I I don't know. I don't know if Home Alone three is any better. Like this one, like I don't know. I mean, I think they're all probably about the same, but we'll we'll see. So, so back back in the day, there was. There was like made for TV movies or straight to video movies, but now the lines kind of blurred because we have streaming services. Right. Some, yeah, and yeah. So you have right. some movies that are made for Netflix or for Disney Plus release, and some of them are good, but then some of them are like the straight to video quality. So it's like hard to know what you're gonna get. I agree. Because this wasn't like a theatrically released movie. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. And so. Uh, it's just like it's a weird time for movies yeah it it really is i I don't like it at all actually because back in the day when you would get home alone 4 on dvd or vhs you knew that you were getting a direct tv uh to video movie Mm -hmm. you know yeah but now it's like you oh there's a netflix movie and it's like so is this gonna be good or the direct to vhs movie i watched the most was return of jafar Oh yeah, the sequel to Aladdin. <laughs> I remember. Well, that, I that remember seeing that. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I thought it was pretty good actually. <laughs> um, I I liked it when I was a kid. I, I you know I could tell Genie's voice was different and worse. Um, but you know what? <laughs> that was Dan Castellaneta, Homer Simpson. So oh okay yeah. Now now I might be more forgiven of it, but uh, mm-hmm. but I, I just didn't remember like there was a character named Abby Small, mm. like abysmal. Abysmal. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, it's a very racist movie. Anyway, um. <laughs> oh, that's great! It's right up my alley. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, you never know you, when you open a gift. You don't know if it's gonna be good or it's gonna be bad. And uh, it's just like these movies, you know. I guess we'll um, see. Well, then next just, episode yeah. is gonna be really interesting. Yeah. Awesome. And we're gonna have to do it a little differently, huh? We're all gonna have to like have our own notes yeah, we'll, on it. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll. Uh, it's gonna be great. And yeah, we'll have to tell each other about it, and, and you know, and 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 in a certain way. But yeah. no, it'll be cool. It'll be cool. Awesome. Well, the holidays are here, ladies and gentlemen. Wherever you are in the world, whatever holiday you are celebrating, um, I hope you're having a wonderful, pleasant, um, pleasant and safe holiday. Uh, I hope you're spending it with those you love. Um, if you are a person who is flying solo in life right now, um, shout out to me, 
Shout out to Jake. Shout out to Jake. If you if you are if you are in the world and um you know you're you're gonna be um maybe somewhere warm and just enjoying the company of yourself. Uh, look, man, uh, don't fret. A lot of times there's people like that in that situation and they get kind of sad. And like the holidays Buzz are McAllister. Kinda, that's true. Eating yep. a burrito in his car by himself. You could you could be buzzed, but at least he has, I did a, today. he has a job. <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe his air works in the car. At his least he has a burrito, car. dude. That's know? true. It's probably yeah. like an eight to ten dollar burrito, if how you describe it is is real. Yeah. But if you're out there, folks, um, you know, uh, don't get too down on yourself. Don't don't let yourself be like upset. You know, people go, oh, I hate the holidays. I say, don't do that. Don't be cynical. That's come on. That's that that's stupid. Uh, you, you you're good. And, and you're loved and um if anything else man tune in and be with us and we we will we will do our best to to, to give you uh, some holiday cheer um take care of yourselves folks um and and but 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 here's the thing too don't spend too much money spend some mm-hmm. uh don't don't go don't go break in the bank um uh mostly just j- just don't try and be impressive. M- make sure that you really give uh, g- gifts of love, man. Have fun with the idea about you know, uh, you know, thinking about your loved ones and your family, and thinking about gifts that they'll enjoy. Have fun. Have fun about that. Don't don't worry about the price tag, or, or 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 also don't worry too much of whether or not they'll like it. Just kind of find something that reminds you of them and celebrate each other uh, for for who who you are. Um, it's uh it's good things. It's good things. And we hope we hope the best for everybody who listens to this. Yeah, I guess I do too. But uh, if you're an aunt, uh an aunt and you got young siblings, fucking told you earlier, don't be kissing. And don't ask for that shit either. So uh whatever. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs>